0: Hello. We, have, we have the best intro music ever. I am sorry. That's just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. What's happening? Gaming world, internet world, Facebook world, YouTube world, Twitch world, all of you wonderful people out there tuning in to join us on our Wednesday night episode of Indie Invasion Shorts. What's happening, Eric? Hey, what's going
1: on, Mac? And uh you guys, if you haven't done it yet please like and subscribe and And follow follow and And press all those buttons.
0: Hit all the like buttons and everything else. All that. That's right. Alder. I was waiting for it. Bam. Coffee time. My friend, it is coffee time. I actually got the right
1: cup this week.
0: I have the right cup and the right shirt today. So I am. I'm batting a thousand today. (laughs) That's right. Zip up your Mary Poppins Cthulhu shirt. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? Hey, what's happening? Todd R. From the lovely state of Texas, playing a little Wild West Exodus out there. All right. Well, um, what have you been up to lately, Eric? <clears throat> well, what have you been working on? Working on scrounging through all my
1: board games and odds and end miniatures and trying to find demons. Demons. Um, if you guys haven't seen, Mac already posted a video of oh, his yeah. first cabal for a new game we came across called Rain in Hell. Uh, it's yeah.
0: an agnostic game
1: where you're playing in hell.
0: Yep. 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 It's pretty cool by Adam Loper. probably saying that wrong. And, uh, Vince Venturella probably actually said that one, right, but uh, I'm not sure. Um, Hey Greg, what's happening? Long time. No, see, sir. That is, uh, one of my see he Greg and I started talking a long time ago over deep wars. He's fantastic Mm -hmm. painter. You should check out his, um, YouTube channel. Actually, he has some great stuff on there. Cranky old gamer check that one out it's a really cool one and yes Todd R it is uncle adam's new game rain in hell i did a video actually that video kind of was it kind of blew, blew up for yeah us. it kind of it kind of blew our mind because i put the video together just because i was excited about the game i kind of stumbled across it really it was just cruising around on youtube and saw that he had posted something i was like oh what is this so downloaded the book and uh you know obviously i ordered the hard copy obviously had to Cause I just got to have a paper book in my hand, uh, but started reading through it. I was like, Oh man, that's cool. Pulled out a bunch of my demons yeah. and set them up and shot a little video. And I guess the timing was just right, man, because we don't have a whole lot of views on our videos. You know, we get, we get 50 and we're pretty excited. Well, we got like we got, like, we got like almost 800 views on video. I got
1: all these pages of list building right. already, but right. we will definitely be going more into this game. Me and Mac have been talking about it. And yeah uh doing some more little you know warband videos and just kind of deep diving so you guys can find out about it.
0: Yeah, but, and well one of the cool things uh about it, well a couple cool things about it that I thought was number 1 is it, it really reminds me uh, aesthetic feel a little bit of Heldorado, which was an uh-huh. old game. You can still pick some of it up on eBay for reasonably cheap. Evil but, uh, Bay. Evil Bay, but uh uh, but yeah, it kind of reminded me a little bit of of Hell Dorado, but it was I mean perfect timing. It was an indie game we stumbled across it, and yep. I'm actually playing a game Saturday, and I'm going to try and do a photo bat rep because as much as I want to do video bat reps, I don't have any idea how to set everything up to get the best volume and or the best recording and the best this that and the other thing and lighting and all that. So I'm just going to do pictures and stuff. So be on the lookout for that. I'll post mm-hmm. that.
1: Mm-hmm. Close to that.
0: but what are we talking about tonight this is
1: kind of uh this is a listener submission in a way from our good friend jim the tabletop yep. engineer uh right. he said he would love to hear us talk about the subject which is what mac
0: what are we talking about we are going to talk about wargaming with kids doing yep. the intro stuff getting them into the games because i don't know about you guys but i have five kids so I have kind of like my whole own gaming group, but they have they that's have what a kids are for, right? That's what they're for, right? <laughs> I got a basketball team. Um, I you know what I mean? I got, we got a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but how do you get your kids into them? Especially in this day and age when you're competing with iPhones and iPads yeah. and PS fives and all of this other stuff. You're you're competing with this instant gratification of being able to play a video game and downloading stuff. We were talking just the other night, you know, your phones, kid downloads an app on the phone. 30 seconds later, he wants to download another one because that one got boring. So it's so we kind of wanted to talk about what games are good to entice kids um, that kind of keep their attention a little bit. And I'd be interested to hear for you guys that are listening if there's anything that you've done that has drawn in one of your kids or a nephew, a niece, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because that, it's so much different stuff.
1: I mean, we were also talking about, like, concepts. Uh, you know, right. why would you introduce, you know, the kids to these games? What are some of the concepts? And, I mean, you, you think about basic concept of war gaming. You know, you're kind of teaching them tactical decision-making. So they use their brain right. of, you know... Uh, of what's on the board and how to, you know, adjust for different situations in the game. Um, Simple math. You know, it's a a great starting point for kids to start either doing math in their head or I've seen (laughs) young, young, young kids, you know, under 10 um, playing war games, and they've had pads of paper next to them to help them because, you know, they're younger. They can't quickly do it in their (laughs) heads. And then, you know. Sorry about that. Simple stuff like probability too, uh yeah, with the dice and stuff. So uh those are just some very basic, simple uh, concepts to start to introduce kids to. And like for me, in my case with Xander when he was young, he's probably about nine, ten, and we started doing stuff. Uh, it was kind of to help him interact with people, you know, because right. kids are quiet, but he could interact with people right. and um just start to develop those people skills and sportsmanship and you know kind of not say grow up because kids are kids right but kind of have that introduce
0: know, them to that to those that skills that you're yeah. not
1: just going to throw a fit when you lose type thing you know right. it's about playing the game and having fun
0: right well it's funny that you gave all of those you know math and tactics and everything because I haven't even figured those out
1: so, <laughs> me neither yes, I, I just throw the dice those. how many so,
0: dice t- do i need <laughs> right so todd r said uh he got his son in about 15 years ago with war machine so that's great it, that, that that was a game that worked when he was 15 um elton says his older son 11 is interested but put off by the painting now i my my son was my son was like that okay. too
1: yeah
0: um and then spaz says to give him simple minis to paint and then put a date that's on what it so do. that Right. That's what I do. And then give them a date so that they can, keep, so that you can keep it as a memory. So for me, um, so all of my kids play something. My 26-year-old, he plays a bunch of different stuff. He plays Legion. We've played X-Wing, 40K. He, he's really big into Fallout right now. Um, so the, he plays a bunch of games. My 16-year-old, he doesn't play so much anymore, but I got him into 40K when he was nine because he's... Mm-hmm. He's kind of he's kind of a he's a sharp kid, you know, so he was able to grasp 40K even at nine years old. So he started playing that. And uh, my other kids ranging from seven to 11 in there, they play. They love to play um, Wings of Glory World War One. They love to do that. X-wings so, good in the same yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah, X-wings X-wings pretty easy and you have to play it really simple but like for the painting to speak to that one yeah. Elton one of the things that I've always done with my kids is I've got tons of hero clicks and I'm just like here you go paint them however you want. I've got hero clicks in a bag that some of them have been painted 47 different yeah. times and never never been stripped. They just <laughs> have 47 layers of paint on them.
1: A game like that too, like if, if they're intimidated by the painting, well, that's one that comes pre-painted. So you're still getting them into that aspect of mini war gaming. Right. Um, or like one of my first games getting my son is, was the first edition of monster apocalypse. Now spaz might like this one. I'm waiting for him to chime in. Uh that's I'm, where looking I met the, him. I'm
0: looking for the comment yeah. to pop up.
1: But that, that was a, a blind booster pack thing. Everything was pre-painted. Right. You know, you just put it in, and that game was pretty deep in ta- right. you know, in tactics and stuff. Um, and I,
0: I will I will say one thing because we're gonna get to the point where we're talking about games that we think are good mm-hmm. for introducing, but I'll tell you what I think is the absolute best hands down one to do. No questions asked. My kids will take my terrain and they set it up. I've got a little black folding card table and they'll set it up. They'll take a bunch of dice, a bunch of hero clicks and stuff, and they just make stuff up. Yeah. They just make up rules. They've got everything that every single one of us uses in our games. They've got tape measures. Sometimes they grab templates. They've got dice. Sometimes it's a D12 game. Sometimes it's a D6 game. Sometimes it's an every dice in the box game. But they just make it up, and that's they
1: game designers in the making, right? right exactly.
0: There. So they're just they're just playing, and and that's that's for them. That's the best thing. Now, sometimes it's kind of like, all right, now look, you can't do that with my terrain. You could put the miniature on top, but you don't need to be on top with the miniature. It's not made for you to stand on, so. Uh, let's
1: see what other comments we got. Alder, let's see. Well, let's go jump up back up to Todd. He said his uh, son is now in the 40K, not a fan of reading, but he consumes all the codexes.
0: Right. Reading. What, a, what a great thing to introduce kids that don't like to read because you grab onto that thing you love, man, and you'll devour it.
1: Yep. Yep. And then Alder said his son, who's 19, played Blood Bowl since he was about 10. Yep. Since then, they played all kinds of games. Um, <laughs> and then yeah spaz that's how monster apocalypse is how i met spaz and, you and you messed up your child by introducing yeah. him to spaz is I what saying <laughs> <laughs> um oh here we go we were gonna dive in this one a little as bit a, later alder yep. is zombicide as a good example absolutely um, so we'll put a pin in that one put put a put a pin in it put
0: a pin in it uh, see, what else do we got here? Handful of melted ice cream hero clicks around here. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. But, um, so
1: I think when you're thinking about introducing games to the kids, like you mentioned, they're kind of the, they got the fast food, instant gratification mind. So yep. any game that you introduce to them, it's kind of got to be short, fast and somewhat simple.
0: So it yeah. keeps their attention. Yeah, and Of course, that depends on age, too. I mean, yes. if you're just introducing your 15 year old, uh, they're going to have a little bit longer attention span than, mm-hmm. say, like when I play Wings of Glory with my seven year old. You know what I mean? Uh, that, there's a different attention span. So we'll, we'll kind of talk about what we think ages are as far as some of those games.
1: And I think another thing to keep in mind, too, is the rules in general. You know, you want to introduce them to it. You don't want them to get frustrated with the rules and trying to remember them. So, you know, if you can, even simplify them down. I've had to do that with, um, uh, I keep going back to Montauk, but we had to do that when we first got into that because he was 9'10". You know, and some of those concepts are hard, but he had the basic concepts. So I took a lot of those special ability type things and we just played it pretty vanilla. Right. Uh, Because you don't want to write them about, well, you got to follow those rules, you know, ease into it a little bit. Because I'll tell you what, there's been times when he was getting frustrated and my son did the whole arm swipe when he was oh, like okay i'm done i'm done i'm like okay i guess we're oh, done playing this game <laughs> you beat him right you beat him with a stick right i don't know <laughs> everything was cleared so but yeah it's something to keep in mind is you don't want them to get frustrated so no. uh, i think the simpler the mechanics the
0: easier time they'll have in getting into it yeah and and there's certain games too that i think that you don't even have to um simplify the rules that you can just kind of step them through the rules and i guess i guess the only way i can really explain that is to go ahead and introduce one of the games and what i mean by that is like alder said with zombicide with zombicide i don't think you have to uh, get rid of any of the rules really no you can just whatever whatever is a little complex you can just do for them well a nice thing. Go ahead. Finish. I was, I was just going to say, because you just tell them, OK, move. Where do you want to go? Because there's yeah. ba- lots of zombies here and there's not a lot of zombies here. OK. And if you just explain the rule to them, like if they're trying to get out of a bunch of zombies and you explain to it, they're explain it to them. They're going to listen to half of what you said until mm-hmm. you say, OK, now roll. And then they're back in the game 100 percent. And eventually you continue to play the games with them. And then they're they're like they know the rules. They understand. And you kind of slowly introduce them
1: yeah so let's go ahead and jump into some of our examples since we're in zombicide um the nice thing that i want to bring up with zombicide is uh, the cards so the cards are easy for them to understand because they have the pictures of like yeah. how many dice you have to roll or if this is a ranged weapon so it's like it's easier for their minds to click on oh sure. this is where i can use this and like we've said many times um Zombicide is a great gateway game. I mean, yeah, it really is. For pe- for even people that aren't gamers, they're gonna get it. So why wouldn't it be a perfect game for kids to get into yeah, it? I it, mean, and it's a subject that they find interesting. It's you know, zombies. Ooh, let's yeah. get some zombies. So and
0: and speaking back to Elton using zombicide as the example, talking about the the kids not wanting to paint necessarily. And then you get this game like Zombicide. This got 450 million different models for you to paint. And I actually, I'd like to say this is an original idea, but it's not. I saw one of the guys in the Rumble Slam Facebook group do this because he had the same thing. He was like, I'm not a painter. I don't want to paint, but I really want to play the game. So what he did is he painted them like board game pieces. Mm -hmm. So he painted the human team. He painted them blue. And the Orc team, he painted them green. And it was just one solid color like a board game piece. So for kids that just have zero interest in it but still kind of want to have a little bit of color on the board, that's a good way to do it. Just paint them up like a regular board game piece. Red, yellow, blue, green, just to differentiate which which one is which.
1: And then then it kinda they can relate it to the old classics where yeah. like Starry, and you know, where you just yeah. have yeah, the bright colors.
0: It, exactly, exactly. And then they're still painting and then maybe one day they go, Hey, I'm gonna put eyes on this blue guy. <laughs> and he's looking this right, way and his head. eyes are this big. It looks like he was painted by painted like one of the old hero clicks. It got an eyeball up here and one down here, yeah. So, um, Hobby Habit said, Wings of Glory is a great one for kids because flying the planes is so engaging. It really, really mm-hmm. is. And it, it, it will jump, we'll just jump into Wings of Glory. Is my kids love playing Wings of Glory, and I have never won a game against them and probably won't until they're at least about 15 because. Like you said, I want to keep them engaged in the game. And we tweaked the rules a little bit. In the World War One version that we play, you plan three moves. Okay. Well, when you're seven years old, man, you are not thinking about no spatial movement for three moves. You're so thinking, we, when can I roll the dice? Well, there's no dice in Wings of Glory, so Ooh, never. Okay, that's true. Um, that's true. Which is kind of fun because then you get to auto hit. But what we do is we plan one move at a time. Mm-hmm. and And he still turns the wrong way a lot of the time. But it's okay, because then I make sure that I turn so that he's right behind me. And But th- that's the point. I, we play in an area that's probably like two foot by two foot. Was, oh, man, Alder's got to step out. Okay, guys, um, or Alder, have a good time at work. I know that's kind of an oxymoron, unless you really love your job. Uh, but have a good one. Enjoy. We will continue to have some coffee yep, in honor yep. of Alder. See,
1: and I, the Wings of Glory thing, I can totally relate that to the X Wing too. I mean, uh, one one element we thought would be good was the IP. So you think X Wing, Star Wars, most kids know Star Wars now. I mean, it's all over the place Disney, uh, you know, video games, comic books, and stuff. So they're going to see Star Wars and instantly recognize it. Right. Uh, So that could be one thing that draws them in.
0: Uh, yeah definitely fallout i know that's that's like a huge video game um now the rules are a little complex for that one for for kids but if you have a kid that's maybe a little bit older that can handle that but but new to gaming and they know what fallout is you know go for it or even honestly red dead redemption and red dead revolver Mm -hmm. those games wild west exodus play dracula's america it's not really the same ip but you're you know you're appealing to that thing that that your kid likes and we also mentioned you mentioned several times what was like doesn't matter the genre doesn't matter who makes it there's a type of game that is a definite easy intro what was that do you remember Uh, i see you peeking at your notes yeah Any dungeon crawler? That's the
1: one. I was wondering where you get to (laughs) that.
0: Pretty (laughs) much. And I mean, dungeon
1: crawlers are kind of a crossbreed board game miniatures game. Sure. So you have a little bit of that board game simplicity that the kids can handle pretty decent. Yeah. But then you start throwing in, like we mentioned, tactical thinking. They're going to think about, okay, where do I want to move to get either get the monster or stay away from them? Right, and it, it's basic enough as like a roll and move. You just roll that 6 side or die. That's how many spaces you move.
0: Yep. And, so. and the and the boards on the dungeon crawl make it easy too. No tape measures. You are yep. moving spaces. So that's what that really does. Todd R, <laughs> I got to throw this one up because I was going to mention this. Absolutely, Space yep. Hulk was and is a perfect intro dungeon crawl style game because it's not complicated at all it's never been complicated i was playing space hulk way back in the the little i don't even know how to describe the way the terminators looked you had a little plastic thing that clipped over the uh, terminators bolter to turn it into a flamer and they were just a one-piece mold they looked like an egg with legs that was was, it was hilarious but that was but it was awesome But it was absolutely awesome. Yeah, and the the kids can
1: kind of make up their own map with that kind of game. Because just like any dungeon crawler that you can kind of freeform set up your environment, they have fun just kind of making up the dungeon or like in Space Hulk, you know, what the the terrain's going to be. Yeah, it may be just cardboard puzzle pieces, but they have a blast thinking about, oh, the guys have to go this way, that way. And then, you know.
0: Got to get out. Got to escape the Space Hulk. Yeah yeah name, fred said played operation last train with his eight-year-old simple rules and co-op had a blast blowing away bugs i don't that's know awesome. that, i don't think i don't know that game are you familiar with that one i vaguely it's um are you? okay I'm, i no, mean it's that, it's that a take look of like your aliens and uh okay.
1: what's the the newer one i've seen a lot of people play is nemesis that's got right. like these ridiculous right. minis but Yeah, a neat little concept of your, Right. I mean, a lot of people don't realize those space-type games like that, and Space Hulk, those are dungeon
0: crawlers. Oh, absolutely. They're absolutely dungeon crawlers, no question. Now, as far as a pure skirmish game that I think is really probably one of the better easy ones to intro kids with is Sean Sutter, Relic Blade. Mm Mm-hmm. Simple, simple D6 mechanics. I mean, it, I, because you're operating out of dice pools with with each one of your models and everything is on your card, and again, it's it's picture-related. You, know, you got a picture for what each one of your abilities and stats are. It's a super fast-playing game and super easy. I, I would see that one as a really, really good intro game, easy, fast, just just a super good game um Elton said with flight path more into dragons got into d d attack wing me too i got all kinds of dnd mm-hmm. attack wing mm-hmm. stuff i love D&D attack wing um okay so that that last train is a free rule set by the author author of frostgrave cool now here's
1: hobby habit brought up heroscape that was one that popped into my mind um as you know if you can get it well there's a new one yeah. coming. So you get uh, keep an eye open for that one, but yeah, they had the train. You build like yeah. Legos, so simple to build up. Um, or no, I'm not thinking Hero. No, you're I'm thinking, thinking Hero Quest. Hero Quest, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah here. Uh, yeah, HeroScape is hard to find anymore, but it was yeah. super easy. Yeah, super yeah. easy. And then oh, oh, I think we, I think we hooked somebody. Relic Blade been eyeing that one. Hobby oh, Habit says, check it out. You should because it is. Uh, The models are a little bit whimsical, and Mm -hmm. the rule set is, it, it is lightning fast. You can, no joke, get together with four or five of your buddies in one evening, and you can play through an entire campaign in one evening. Because you're playing games in 20 minutes, and you got three, four models. What are you looking for? Your Relic Blade book? yep um so you know you're you're playing three or four models and it is just a lightning fast game and it's really exciting too i've i've enjoyed the heck out of it and it was one of the games that really turned me on to um a really small footprint for your board so it's played on a two by two so that gives you an idea of how quick you're going to be playing through the game. So Dwight jumped in. I know you're late for class. We're going to mark you tardy and have to call your mom, Dwight. Um, <laughs> tonight, we're just talking about good games for introducing kids, which um, High Noon, Dwight's game, would be a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. I think it's got a little bit more tactical layer than some of the simpler games that we're talking about. But again, it depends on the kid, too, because like I said, with my son, we introduced him. I introduced him to... 40k when he was 9. So so it depending on what they can gather and I've had the pleasure of playing high noon and I even had the pleasure of winning my very first game at my own convention. So I I'm, I'm I'm a little bit suspicious that maybe everybody <laughs> let me win because it was at my convention it was like, well, you know, Max been working really hard all day, so we'll just let him win. But I don't care, it's still a W, right? That's right. That's right. Look
1: at this guy. He loves us so much he's watched us on two. Uh, look at you, hey,
0: look at you. Like, share, follow. That's right, that's <laughs> right. If, you, if you're if you on Twitch watching and you're not following us, then uh, we, we're probably going to go home and cry later. Uh, wait, well, we're already at home, but we'll just cry later. So <laughs> that's right, Dwight, a win is a win, and doggone it, I got a win. So that was pretty exciting. Uh, what other games did you have? So Eric? actually our flashback that we
1: just talked about, would oh, be yeah. a, a perfect game and I, I mean that was kind of as you know milton bradley but it mm-hmm. was kind of made in partnership with games workshop right. and the neat thing with that game is um i think it so what drove the the game itself were cards and the movement was so simple that it was a big hex grid mat that you right. would just move okay i gotta move this many hexes boop, right. boop, 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 you know mm-hmm. And I think that the stack cards were just, I think they had three stats and that was it. You roll yeah. six cider dies. So, you know, now granted that
0: game is 30 years old. Yeah. but <laughs> yeah. Good luck finding that one without selling one of your children to get yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's lots of games out there, like from the nineties, like we mentioned hero Well, that one's probably hard to find too. Sure. But there's other old games out there that you may be able to find that are more along the lines of board games. Yeah. uh, And their simplicity, but it will introduce the kids into that tactical thinking and um, the math and dice and stuff like that, that we mentioned at the beginning of the show. So
0: moving that physical model, that's not just a play piece. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just not an oddly shaped piece, but it's a it's a model of something, because like I said uh, or or actually like you just said about teaching other things. Listen, um, I've done some projects with our church where one of those little square things that has the thing that comes out the end that we use in our games, you know, we call them a tape measure and we've had some kid volunteers. Listen, they can't read a tape measure. They can play a game and learn how to learn how to read a tape measure. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, practical skills that come in there, too. And I know it probably sounds crazy. Like, what are you talking about? You can't learn anything playing games. Man, sure you can. They can learn all kinds of stuff. Critical thinking skills. uh, Something something that is in uh, short supply these days. But learning critical thinking skills and all kinds of stuff like that. Okay, wait, I got to interrupt myself. Spaz says, everybody go to his house. He has a huge HeroScape collection.
1: Yeah, he. Uh, I remember when he got that. He he went on your favorite place. Uh oh, eBay Start, and starts I think,
0: with E and ends in Y. I think he got stuff
1: from eBay. He got stuff from like uh, garage sales and yeah. He
0: I, yeah,
1: he went nuts. I remember that one. Um, so he can build all those little yeah, you know, Lego terrain and yeah, they're they're um, pretty cool. And I actually, I think I saw earlier, Spaz mentioned that, uh, you know, don't worry about, uh, like, terrain, actual, you know, right. terrain you get from the stores and stuff. But he mentioned build terrain out of your Legos. And oh, use the, the Lego guys to represent the, the minis. Yeah. Um, it's something the kids would recognize and easily kind of bring them into it, you know. Right. And then the neat thing with the Lego figures, they can make them any, look like oh, however yeah. they want.
0: There's a there's a guy in the Frostgrave channel, the Frostgrave Facebook group, who regularly posts battle reports. And all he plays with is Lego minifigs and Legos. Mm-hmm. And his battle reports are so dang cool. And I want to take a minute since we talked about this that spaz has a channel and we want to send you guys over there so we want you to go over there and follow him because he has way more subscribers than us because he is way more cool than we are (laughs) Um, and it is called teaching with board games which is exactly the kind of stuff that we're talking about tonight is what what great tools and real quick before we wrap up here i want to point out there's more than just those tactics and those practical skills and stuff that you can learn. And what I mean by that is I've got a friend who every year he has a club at his school. He's a teacher and they play flames of war. And I've, I've mentioned this before Uh, flames of war sent him a ton of stuff to do this, do this in the school. But these kids they have to build, at least as as what I know about the Flames of War game, you have to build your units as they were historically. You know, you're obviously you're limited to what, if you're playing the Russians, you're limited to what vehicles and men they had. So they're learning history. Mm-hmm. When my 16-year-old when my was, I think, 10, um, he was still being homeschooled at the time, And when we would play a game of Wings of Glory, I would have him go on the computer and look up the pilot, and show you know read to me about who the pilot was and why he was an ace that was chosen to be picked put into the game, the things that he did, and and that kind of stuff. So the learning history too out of a lot of these games. I don't think um, if you played X Wing that the history counts though. I mean, I know it was a long time ago, but I don't think it counts for history. (laughs) I could be wrong though. I don't know. It was in a galaxy far, far away, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe they teach that it's history <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away. I'm really not sure.
1: <laughs> oh man, but I think that's about it, Mac. I mean, we we kind of covered all the bases. If if you guys have more ideas, um, feel free to post them on this on YouTube or uh, on Facebook. You can still go on there and and post some comments in in the uh, you know the video. Will stay up there. Yep, um, and uh, I
0: think no. Oh, there you go. Yeah, if, you, if you feel like typing that U C I H R F Y E E O L M N C out, that is teaching with board games. That is Spaz's channel. So go over and check it out. He has recently become addicted to Starbreach, so you mm-hmm. can you can catch some <laughs> Starbreach stuff going on over there as well. But go check it out because it's it's true. You can teach with this stuff, board games, skirmish games. It doesn't matter. They're great tools. They teach social engagement. They teach math skills. They teach... Critical thinking skills. They teach history, so there's so much stuff that you can get out of it's the games that we play. It's
1: important skills for the kids to pick up. I mean, sure. like both of our kids, Nando. I remember playing Nando at Adepticon. You know, he's playing an adult male, and like my my kid too is playing all these guys. You know, in Monpok, and they weren't afraid. You know, well,
0: it, as it, a matter of fact, Fernando won. He whooped everybody. He did. He, did. he won. He won the tur- he won the tournament, and he was 11. <laughs> it's a monster, so maybe we shouldn't have said that, maybe we shouldn't have owned up to that
1: well no,
0: can we edit that we can't edit it it's live <laughs> we're
1: <laughs> we're old men we can we we're allowed to forget stuff, right? yeah, I
0: guess so, I guess so.
1: but yeah, that's gonna be about it today, guys um, for Indian invasion shorts and like I said, if you guys had more game ideas, I know there's a lot of people that are interested in this. there's a lot of people out there that have young kids that you know this is their passion
0: their hobby and yep they want that hobby partner so oh yeah it's great playing because it's great playing with your kids and having uh, that that kind of common ground with them even even if they spill your favorite bottle of paint right on the floor next to you when they're painting and then just look at it yeah, as it's spilling sucks. out oh i do have wait i do have one more thing because this is hilarious and eric will back me up on this if you guys go on the youtube channel and scroll way back there's a special edition of paint on the desk that my kids did and it's only about 10 minutes long but you need to go watch it because my youngest you, you will die laughing i'm telling you just go watch it it's absolutely hilarious. Scroll way down in We're the video. Take your job. <laughs> no, no, it's it's the eyes one. Okay, you oh, know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. The eyes one. Okay, so just <laughs> go back and wait for the eyes segment. Trust me, it is worth the ten minutes. It is not a wasted ten minutes. I promise. I promise. All oh, right, Eric, I think you have to take us out, don't you? Do I have to take us out? I don't know. You're the one that keeps notes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll take us out again. So, hey, guys, that's it for tonight's Indie Invasion Shorts. Uh, if you guys want to find more audio content that me and Mac are doing, visit us over on Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Play. We got to put Google Play in there one of these wait, days. Wait.
0: one of these days, we got to just type Google Play in there. Pretty
1: much any place you can find a podcast, you'll find it there. Um, somehow, sometime... It gets there, and we don't know how, but right, it's usually there. Um, and hey, while you're on the internet, check us out on Facebook. We got a Facebook page posting all kinds of projects we're working on, or some news items like Kickstarters and stuff. And visit us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Discord, and please like, subscribe, hit the button. It lets us know, and it lets those the big cats at top know that we're doing stuff, so we can get up at the top and. Helps the show grow so everybody can get exposed to the indie designers out there. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email us at IndieInvasion at gmail.com. And we got a real simple way for you guys to find all those places. Visit the Coastal Con website. That's our main sponsor, CoastalTex.com. We have links in there and you can actually listen to the regular audio content that we post up on Podbean. Mm -hmm. Straight out of there, and you can find some links to the Discord, YouTube's, all those places. So that way, you guys don't have to hunt on the
0: internet. Yep, links to Discover Games, Unipolar Games, which are also sponsors, um, Beckham's Bazaar, and the RPG War Game and Supply Sourcebook. Book. I think I just hacked up the name. Sorry about that, Jim. <laughs> you, you go to the website. Guys. You can follow. You can follow it, and you, you'll see what I'm talking about. And then. We would really
1: appreciate it if you visited Patreon.com indie invasion to throw some support our way. But you know what? You don't have to. All the content we have on there is free for you guys to view and enjoy at your leisure. Uh, some of the stuff we do post on there may not show up on YouTube or Facebook. But it's another place for you guys
0: to view some of the videos yeah. we work on. And I did throw, Spaz, I did throw up the link for... The Paint on the Desk Junior edition. So you okay. should be able to follow that link. Trust me. It's I'm gonna go watch it again just because I think <laughs> it's funny. I'm just gonna skip to the part because I know what part it is.
1: And we usually put all the links at the end of the, the video too yeah. in this. If you guys go to YouTube, Mac puts all those hyperlinks in there. Hyperlink.
0: Hyper hyper hyper.
1: I like that word. But I that's mean, it, guys. Uh that's all we got for this week's shorts. Uh tune in next week where we have Another exciting subject to talk about what we don't know yet, but Hey, maybe one of you guys will suggest one and we'll be like bumping up that list. That's right. But until next time, guys, prepare yourself for the invasion.